tourism is finally picking up after the dearth that we've experienced over the last few months with the COVID outbreak. And Tourism Minister Mamolo Kukubayan Gobane has hosted a briefing outlining the kind of tourism-related activities under Alert Level 2 of the risk-adjusted strategy that are allowed. So she's hoping the sector is going to recover now that uh, inter-provincial travel is allowed as opposed to intra-provincial travel, which was allowed in lockdown stage 3. And uh, it's interesting, Tswana University of Technology's tourism lecturer, Unati Hinama, who's long been an advocate for the reopening of the tourism sector, joins me for a reaction at this hour. Uh, thank you so much for your time and afternoon drive today, Mr. Hinama. Uh, so I, I'm start off by asking, I mean, we, we, we've seen about a 95% drop-off in accommodation in the last few months. How easy do you believe it's going to be for the sector to start recovering? It's going to be very, very hard because in order for you to travel, you need two things. The first one, you need disposable income, and the second one, you need disposable time. Because we're in lockdown, we've got disposable time, but a lot of people have lost their jobs. That means that disposable income is in shortage. So by only allowing domestic tourism, we are killing the tourism sector because we are a sector that requires contact warm bodies that must come into establishments, that must eat. The entire tourism value chain supports agriculture by eating more than half of the agricultural produce from eggs, from bread, and taking all the raw material that produces alcohol that is consumed within the tourism value chain. So now that means that if, for, for, for argument's sake, we had five, 5 million domestic tourists last year, the number would be this year, 2.5. So we need the borders to be open for us to sustain this sort of revolution. So, so this is an interesting demand because, I mean, and I know it's not one that many countries can accede to, given that it's very easy to start another, another wave of the COVID-19 virus, um, which we're not fully out of the woods with anyway, uh, Unati. So, so give me a sense of this. I mean, uh, we, we know there are international hotels or hotels in Cape Town, for example, one kind of springs to mind uh, that, that largely serves international tourists. And, and we know that the businesses like that are not going to be able to keep afloat because of their initial clientele. How exactly are we going to deal with businesses like that while the borders remain closed? If we, if we keep the borders closed, then we're killing that business. Remember, even before COVID, hunger, unemployment, poverty, or pandemics in South Africa, maybe we've never used that word. I am just saying, we could allow visitors to come from overseas. We can take the necessary precautions by checking them for possibly 72 hours. Because what other destinations are doing throughout the whole world, we must follow the protocols that other nations are doing. Because remember, if we do not open the borders by September or give a date, we're going to lose November, December, January. Then the tourism sector will never recover. Right now, as I speak, there are restaurants, hotels that have decided that their closing shop can never open again. So that's because that we must understand and gaze this sector properly because since 1994, we are a country from the 70s known for gold mining. Our economy has changed towards the economy of consumption, which obviously tourism and services are a major part. So we, our attitude is to change. So that's why when we look for the tourism industry, we keep that this sector is a major job creator. But these draconian regulations that we have right now are not assisting the sector because when jobs are lost in mining, agriculture, jobs have been created in tourism. So this became a good success story on how you mitigate job losses and became a major economic contributor. But I believe government needs to wake up and smell the coffee. If we close tourism, 
we are going to have a serious job shedding that no other sector which tourism was assisting for the past 26 years. It seems to me some sort of coordinated recovery plan is needed here, Unati. Uh, are we seeing the, the rise of any such plan in this sector? <sighs> you know, let, let, let me put this bluntly. For the past four years, domestic tourism has been declining because of our economy. So now, for anybody to think that domestic tourism will be able to sustain the entire tourism value chain, that is a lie. Because we know that there are certain establishments that only cater exclusively for the international market. And if we do not open the borders, those establishments will not be able to recover. So if we believe that domestic tourism is good for us, then I'm sorry, it's a white lie, and I'm sorry, I'm not part of that, you know. But I, I am always, will always look for the tourism industry so that we have coordinated truthful conversations. We have to open the borders. Even if, for, for arguments, let's, let's give a date, 29th, 29th September, 1st October, give us a date so that the people who are marketing destinations are able to do their job, so that airlines are able to start doing packages. But for us creating this uncertainty, it means that even business confidence that should be there, we are killing it. This sector is a sector that is highly competitive. Almost all countries in the world want to benefit from tourism. The vast majority of tourists that want to attract are coming from Western countries. And if South Africa is not on the buy list, we will lose those tourists forever. Sure. It, is, it, it really does sound like the death knell for this industry if some immediate interventions are not made. Thank you for sharing your insight with us, Unati Hanama, Department of Tourism Management at the Tswane University of Technology.